Figures of folklore. Creatures of legend. The characters from which we make our stories. They're all cut from the same cloth. All coming from that same seed of truth. But we embellish it. We add and admire and let them grow. And what started as a single shred of what was real? Soon becomes something much bigger. Is there an honest source for every story ever written? Where does fiction blur into reality? The Pied Piper. The Untimely Red. The Doctor. But what if they weren't fictional? What if they were real? What if? That's it! Out! Out with you! Hey, no need to push. I'm not all keen on stairways, particularly when they're you. I don't know where or when we are, but this will do. What? You're going to abandon me? No less than you deserve. What made you think you could sneak aboard my tardies and hitch a ride, hmm? I'm not a taxi service, you know. That wasn't what I had in mind. Oh, I'm glad you had sufficient sense not to think that you could use me in my ship. Though clearly not enough. Goodbye, Antoine. This is the end of the road for us. Don't you want to know where we are? It's a forest. Yes, but which forest? Which planet? I don't know. Why don't you have a look around, figure it out, and let me know? And how am I supposed to do that? Use your imagination. Find out. Write it on a postcard. Send it to me. You're a time traveler. You don't have a fixed address. That's where the creativity comes in. I'm not going to give you all the answers. Come on, Doctor. This is all a bit harsh, don't you think? Not only did you hide yourself on my ship and interfere with the controls... I did no such thing. The jury is still out on that. You don't trust me? Why should I, eh? Tell me that, Antoine. Why should I? Why should I trust you when you refuse to answer even the most basic questions about yourself? Go on. Try me. Who are you? Who are you really? My name is Anton. Is it? It is. Even so, that means nothing. Is your name supposed to mean something? Yes, you're clever and resourceful. But I simply refuse to have you travelling with me. Not a chance. I'm sure you know that I tend to travel with various companions, but that most certainly does not mean you have the right to join me in my travels. I'm rather particular about who I let accompany me, and by forcing yourself into my tardies... You have most certainly made your way into my bad books. Suffice to say, you're not welcome. Let me apologize. It was the heat of the moment and... And nothing, my boy. I don't think you quite understand. This is not going to happen. This is not going to work. Goodbye, Antoine, or whoever you might be. You can just abandon me here. Who knows what trouble I'll cause? Excuse me? Are you trying to be provocative? Well, my very presence could cause untold damage to the timelines. And after all the effort we just went to so we could protect, well, pretty much everything, I highly doubt you'd simply leave me here. Ah, you think I'm bluffing. Aren't you? Tell me who you are, what you're doing, and what you want. Then maybe I'll reconsider. There we are. You just showed your hand. You won't walk away from me, Doctor. Come on, let's explore. 
Why are you so desperate to keep any answers to yourself, hmm? These questions aren't difficult. But the answers could be. Hey, come and look at this tree. Why? What is it? Just come over here. Take a close look. Well, what am I looking at? A tree. I could have told you that from over there by the ship. My eyesight isn't that bad, I'll have you know. But you know where we are now, don't you? And when? All from looking at a single tree. What do you take me for? Someone who won't disappoint. This is still Earth. Germany. Lower Saxony, to be more precise. And I don't think we've travelled in time. A couple of centuries back from where we were. Late 13th century, I'd say. Hmm. I have the feeling I've been here before, or somewhere around here. If I guess the year and get it right, can I stay? No deal. I'm not playing silly games and making bets with you. <sighs> I'm too old for this. I'm too old for this. Antoine! What have you done? Nothing, I swear. Those doors. Those doors don't shut on their own. I knew you'd been fiddling with the controls. Open them now, I demand it. No need to get bossy. It won't get you anywhere. I didn't do this. And they're locked. Even the key won't work. This is a very elaborate trick. It isn't a trick. All right, it was a bluff. Happy now? Of course I'm not going to abandon you here. In 1284. I want to keep an eye on you. So, no wandering off, and I mean that. That's all rather moot if we can't get back into your ship. We should get out and get some help. I suggest we make some calls, but, uh... You really aren't doing this, are you? I wouldn't know where to start. Shouldn't you get that? I get a mysterious phone call in the 13th century from a phone that technically doesn't work. That compartment in the box is just decorative, part of the disguise. I keep a first aid box in there, but that phone... But it shouldn't be doing that. If I pick this up and it's you pulling some ridiculous prank, then you will regret it. Do you recognize it? No, it's, but it's beautiful. It's sweet. Mellifluous. Makes you feel drowsy. That's not the word you're looking for. No, that wasn't a lullaby. I wasn't tired. More like hypnotized. Precisely. No more listening to dangerous music. What could have caused that? Some sentient pipe organ? Sounds like a distant cousin to those Dalek creatures. So what then? So we aren't safe here? Whatever is causing this must have scared the ship quite badly for her to have locked us out. I guess we're stuck together. Come on, let's explore. Let's see what this place is about. You don't need to follow me so closely. No need to walk in my exact footsteps. Just trying to behave. Only speak when spoken to, that sort of thing. Oh, I'm glad to have your rather childish input. If that's all you have to offer, then I prefer you sit here by this tree and wait for me whilst I go find the source of that psychic attack. I can lend you a pencil and some paper. You can do some drawing or something like that. I'll stick with you, thanks. Then don't get under my feet, yes? I'm not that good at drawing. Hmm? 
I tried to draw a cat, it ends up looking more like a giraffe. And you're telling me this for a particular reason? Bonding. Getting to know each other better. I've studied under some of the greats. One of those perks of a time machine. Botticelli, Van Gogh, Munch, Turner, Hooch. You must be pretty good then. I used to travel with someone who got Monet and Manet mixed up. Slightly embarrassing. And Picasso. Counted fellow. Met him during his rose period. Keep meaning to get around to see him again. Earlier, perhaps. The blue period next time. You can't draw, can you? Uh, I try to draw a cat. Ends up looking more like a crinoid. Ah, can't master everything. Well then, what now? How do we deal with the fork in the road? Split up and look for clues? I don't think so. Then we pick one. Left. Right. Right. Left. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I... I took the one less traveled by. Genius plan, Frost. But we should go the other way. Better chance of finding civilization. We can save your way for another day. Ah, if you insist. I might be wrong, but I do have centuries of experience to fall back on. I know how to deal with these situations. And that makes you infallible? I never said that. Or that I can't be right. Or that. I am more than capable of doing whatever is needed, Doctor. Did I not prove that I could be a useful ally during the Dalek situation? All I'm saying is that we should go right instead of left. And there's no need to fight for dominance, okay? All right. Because I'll always win. How about we play nicely? Pretend to get along at the very least. Then, when we're back in the tardies, we can talk properly. You want me to act? If that isn't too much to ask. I only travel with friends, not rivals. What's it to be, Antoine? Can we be mature for the next few hours? If you have a little faith in me, yes. Hmm. Lead on, then. Take the left path. I'm having faith in you. Doesn't mean I trust you. Don't make me regret this. Stop staring at me. How did you know? Eyes in the back of my head. I'm not stupid, Doctor. Of course you're staring at me. But it doesn't prove something. There's plenty we don't know about each other. Oh, not so fast! I'm not as young as I used to be! Oh, that young man is going to be the death of me if I'm not careful! Ooh, and before you say anything, before you accuse me of anything... Looks like we took the scenic route. Well, we'll leave it at that. Don't you want to berate me for being wrong? I'll add that to my list of other reasons. Where are we? Looks like a town. Not sure about anything beyond that. I'd ask someone, but... Well, these streets are deserted. I wonder where everyone has gone. They're hiding. Look at that building over there. I saw movement. So, what are they hiding from? Us? Oh, they haven't met us yet. Maybe we're already here. Maybe that's what caused the TARDIS to panic. If a future version of us already were here, then the TARDIS would not have landed at all, let alone play us a jaunty tune. Whatever they're actually afraid of is already here and has made its presence known. It's close to home, though. How can you tell? Absolutely everyone is hiding. It isn't a discriminatory fear picking out certain people. That just means it's serious. 
and the fear is palpable in the air. That's nonsense. But you feel it, don't you? Feels like the beginning of a horror movie or something bad is about to happen. Maybe you're looking at it from the wrong direction. Maybe something bad has already happened. What are you saying? War? That could have caused this? Possibly, yes. I'd be inclined to agree, but think about when and where we are. It doesn't fit. So what about famine? Or plague? You mean the people of the city are afraid of the Grim Reaper? There come a prevetheth, men clepeth death, that in this country all the people slath. Quoting Chaucer at me isn't helping, just a little creepy. Are we at risk of getting ill? If it were airborne, we'd know by now. And we wouldn't stand a chance. Well, my biology isn't the same as yours. I could put up more of a fight. Besides, don't let's make wild assumptions, shall we? Could be something completely different, such as National Everyone's Day and Their Homes Day. I'm impressed you could keep a straight face while saying that. It's a legitimate holiday. Perhaps not on this planet, but still. We could spend all day standing here theorizing. Here was me thinking we were standing here to get our breath back. Or we could go investigate. Looks like the investigation is coming to us. That boy, he's running in our direction. Think we should be concerned? If you're that bothered, cover your nose and mouth and don't touch him. Hey, you! Help! That's what we're here for! Okay, I get what you mean. Feel the terror in the air? I see the fear on that boy's face and the cloud of angry adults following. Please, help me! Get behind us, we'll protect you! Why are they chasing you? Why do they seem so angry? They want to get me! Not on my watch! Do they? You're going to stand in between them? One old man against the world? It isn't like you have any better ideas! What's the meaning of this? What do you think you're doing? How dare you persecute this boy? You don't understand. You're strangers. Stand aside. Let us have the boy back. I'll do no such thing. The boy is under my protection until you explain your aberrant behavior. This isn't going to happen. Only over my dead body. Mine too. Please. Tell me what is going on now. Such rage should not be directed at someone so young. What could he have done? Stolen a pie from a windowsill? Dip a young girl's pigtails in ink? That child is cursed. Oh, don't be ridiculous. There is no such thing as a curse. He is cursed, I tell you. He suffers from a terrible affliction. The entire city is affected. Let us deal with this. Terrorizing a teenager hardly seems like you know what you're doing. So what? Is there some risk of contamination? Can it spread? This thing he has. You're thinking plague? Maybe we should back away. And let them hurt him? Never! You risk getting ill for some strange boy? Hello, young man. I'm the doctor. What's your name? I'm Klaus. It's nice to meet you. There. He isn't some strange boy anymore. We're friends, aren't we, Klaus? And I won't let anything happen to my friends, even if you do make me ill. You don't need to worry, old man. This condition only targets our young. A fussy plague? How curious! Give him back! Get out of the way! What are you going to do to him? Doesn't look like they have any treatment in mind. I imagine their medicine would be quite limited anyhow. Move aside. No, I refuse. You might be missing the flaming torches in Pitchfork, but you look just like an angry mob, so why such violence? He tricked one of us. Trapped them in the church with the rest of them. Such a big deal. You can't be surprised at a scared child running away. That's Parenting 101. 
And yet, I sense it isn't quite as harmless as it seems. It isn't just Klaus here that is frightened. All of you seem on edge. But that doesn't make any of this all right. I asked you to move. Sorry, but you're going to have to make me. There is no need to hit Antoine like that. I'll admit he can be a little annoying at times, but getting physical is nothing I can condone. We asked him to move. We were polite. We are asking the same of you. This is madness. The boy is clearly cursed. As a stranger to our city, you wouldn't know that. We can't let you interfere. You would never understand what we are suffering from. Klaus, you're coming with us. No, no he isn't. No. Ah! Please, don't do this. Oh. oh. They hit me. Seems like they hit us both. What's going on? I don't know. What's that smoke? I don't know. No! No! What the devil are you doing? Where is your humanity? Get that boy down now! Let go, we're trying to help. This is monstrous. He, he's on fire. You're burning him. This, this is wrong. Get him off that pyre. Doctor? This is totally wrong. Now let me go. We can still save him. We can still save Klaus. Doctor, calm down. No, I will not. Get him down. Doctor, listen. Do, do what? Your attempts to be reassuring. No, think. Take a closer look. It isn't what you can hear, but... But I can't hear. The screams. Why is he not... He's already gone. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Klaus. It's okay. We tried. No, it is okay. It's far from okay. What have you done? What have you done? I've seen terrible evil in my long life, but never, never! You people should be ashamed. I can't decide which is worse, burning that poor boy, or you standing here and watching it happen. Did anyone speak out for this boy? Stood up for him. How many of you stood up and tried to prevent this, hmm? How many of you prioritize the sanctity of life? We didn't have a choice. Pish! You didn't have a choice, madam. There's always a choice. That is always what the monster says before he commits his deed. You think I'd let anyone do that to my Klaus if there was another option? Your Klaus? He was my son! He was my son! I'm so sorry. I don't understand. We were pushed further than humanly possible. Further than the extremes. There aren't any easy decisions left. Only the unpleasant ones. He was my son. I watched him die. I... I heard him die. <laughs> Don't worry, stranger. None of us will forget what Klaus's dying screams sounded like. Not as long as we live. Nor should you. May your nightmares be haunted by them. But there was little choice. I've heard of burning bodies trying to stop the spread of infection, but not normally the living. It had to be done. He was going to spread the malady, 
The boy was petulant, rebellious. The boy was scared. How old was he? Barely an adult. So what if he broke out of your primitive quarantine? He acted in the only way he could when he was motivated by fear. He ran away. Children run away. It's a fact of life. And you killed him for it. We cleansed him of the curse. What an excuse. We won't take any of that claptrap, will we, Doctor? Doctor? You don't know who I am. You have no reason to trust a single word I say. But you did just watch me risk everything to save someone that I barely knew. You saw that I was willing to give up my own life to save another's. And on the back of that, I will make each and every single one of you a promise. No more children will die. Did you all hear that? Even at the back? No more children will die. Not on my watch. I will do everything in my power to save them. Whatever has affected your town, I will stop it. I am familiar with certain medicines that you won't be in. I can help. All I need from you is the chance to do that. Well, what do you say? I am the doctor. Let me heal your town. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I'm just doing my part. Anyone else would do the same. You're pretty good at public speaking, I'll give you that. But that was quite a claim. Did you have to be so... so definitive? No male children will die? Best of luck with that. Now seems like the time to ask you to have faith in me. It isn't that I don't as such. This place is fraught to say the least. It's all rather tense and while they might like you at the minute, I imagine that could all change rather quickly. Oh, thank you for the vote of confidence, Antoine. Just what I needed. I'm just pointing out how tough it'll be. Good thing you've got me to help out. Also, I know where we are, what the city is called, and I'm not convinced you'll want to know. Go on. Break the bad news. Welcome to Hamlin. What did you say? I know. Exciting, isn't it? But if this is 13th century Hamlin... And something is happening with the kids. Seen any rats running about? If I do, I'll get my recorder out. But you know what it means, what this place is famous for. It's folklore, nothing more. The Pied Piper comes to deal with the rat infestation, doesn't he? He uses his magic flute to take them away, but when Hamlin doesn't pay for his services... The Piper takes their children. Maybe it's a coincidence. I mean, if this isn't what happened in the story, no rats. Oh, but it's allegorical. Think, what could the rats represent? I know, I know. Plague. Still confident in your promise? If a man in multicolored trousers turns up with some mystical musical instrument, then I'll start to have my doubts. But not a moment before. Think he's real? That there's actually a piper out there? Maybe he's on his way as we speak. We turn what scares us into stories. All those terrible supernatural creatures can't harm us when they're fictional. That way we don't need to be afraid of ghosts and vampires and werewolves. But they're all real, aren't they? Unfortunately, yes. So the Piper is as well? Possibly. Oh, I've just had a worrying thought. Maybe he's you. <laughs> Indeed. Maybe I'll have to lead the children of Hamelin away. That's not a role you seem all that excited to play. Let's get on. Standing around here speculating won't help. I'm going to see the children. You should check out the adults, maybe figure out why they aren't ill as well.
Ah, very good of you to show me the way. It's the least I could do, especially if you could make a difference. I'm a scientist with a vast wealth of knowledge. Consider me one up from a complete set of encyclopedias. If there's a cure for this curse, this plague you've got here, then I'm sure I'll know what it is, or at least be able to work it out. Your name, sir? I'm Victor. Charmed. You should call me the Doctor. Can you tell me how this all happened? How this curse came upon Hamelin? Nobody is entirely certain. It hit us faster than we could deal with. In the blink of an eye, you might say. Quite the epidemic you've got here. But the speed of it. Quite striking. We awoke one morning and every child within the city walls felt it. Like a shadow had fallen over them. That is what they described it as. A dark shadow holding them. We all knew what that meant. A supernatural influence? Precisely. And you believe you can exercise this malign force? Our best religious men have had little success. Well, I wouldn't worry about any of that, Victor. I'm not in need of any mysticism to solve this. You're a doctor. A man of medicine. Of sorts. Perhaps you might like to look at me as a plague doctor, here to treat the sick in their time of need. You say that the children were afflicted. What of the adults? Nothing happened to them. They were left alone. Hmm. Curious. Such specificity. It certainly narrows down the possible culprits. Then consider yourself in the employ of Hamelin. Oh, I do hope the pay's good. You do seem to be our best hope at any rate. Then I best not disappoint. Anyone working to the best of intentions surely shall do some good. And who might you be? You have got to be kidding me! Well, certainly I wasn't expecting to see you. I don't believe we've met before, good sir. No, no, we haven't. But I'd recognize you anywhere. Multicolored clothes like that. You're more vibrant than some of my earlier selves. Then, if you know my identity, should I still introduce myself? Allow me. Victor, meet the Pied Piper of... Well, just the Pied Piper. That's not a name. Then, I suppose neither is yours, Doctor. I'm rather used to being known as the Piper. I respond best to that. I guess it has been so long since anyone has called me by my real name now that I barely respond to it. So, uh, Victor... I'm the Piper, and I'm equally here to offer my services. Two men with great expertise here to help? I cannot believe our luck. So this curse of yours will be history, without a doubt. Ah, but I'm getting ahead of myself, of course. You'll want to see some credentials, I expect. Can't go letting any old stranger stick their nose in and interfere. Are you familiar with Frau Tessel? Her family holds a great deal of power and a sizable quantity of land to the east. It was sad to hear of her father's passing. This letter is in her own hand, commenting on my usefulness following her father's murder. Murder? And thanking me for catching the killer. What of Herr Kellner? The wealthy recluse? I had heard he never left his castle. He writes to me often. He holds me in the strictest confidence. He trusts you. That is impressive. As much as I'm enjoying these testimonials about how great you are... And what of the king? 
Is his faith in me to be balked at? This was written not one month ago. He talks of how he finds me a beneficial ally. Look, good sir, read what our king says of me, then kindly allow me to begin my work. This is outstanding. Such praise from our monarch. Oh, doctor, I didn't see your credentials. May I? I think that speaks for itself. Sorcery? Certainly not. Science. And it is science which I offer you. Marvelous. We will surely make quite the formidable team. Your positivity, sir. It is outstanding. In short doses, I'm sure. Doctor, anything the matter? Your smile, Piper. I don't think I've ever seen anyone with a smile that quite literally goes from ear to ear. Quite the grin. It's fitting. Thank you. Now then, enough of this complimentary conversation with an equally wise and capable man. We should get on with the matter at hand. Lead on then, Doctor. I bow to you. You're being nice to me. Indeed. What of it? I'm a complete stranger. For all you know, I could be anyone. I could pull the wings off of flies for fun. And yet, you're happy to show me kindness. Indeed. But you don't. I can tell we are similar, that you are a good man also. Not hiding anything, then? Not trying to compensate for a dark secret by being overtly nice? There aren't any secrets, Doctor. Ask me anything, and I'll tell you the truth. Fine. But it isn't. I see you have a burning question behind those eyes, something you desperately want to ask me. True. What's your favorite color? You've got so many striking choices to pick from on your trousers, after all. Highly amusing, but you're avoiding the issue. Dan Fred, I trust you just as much as I trust my traveling companion. I sense that it isn't as complimentary as it sounds. If you cannot be honest with me, then I fail to comprehend how we can work together. You hear stories about men like you. Good men. Ah, but you are closer to the stuff of legend. I wasn't convinced that you even actually exist. What? That I was some fictitious being? More of an umbrella title for a group of mysterious heroes. I can assure you, Doctor, I am real. Does that settle your concerns? Not entirely. Surely all fictional characters believe that they're real? Take a look at any story. Those within tend to think that their world is the real one. Are you asking me if we're in some land of make-believe? No. I've been there before. Know what it's like. I'd notice if that's where we were. Standing here pontificating over your existence seems moot when I can reach out and touch you. You're real enough to help me, at least. Now then, let's get on. Perhaps you only need to play your pipe and this will all be over with. That's not a bad idea. Shall we go try it out? Thanks for leaving me to it, Doctor. Not breathing down my neck and all that. Quite all right, my boy. I trust you to make sound decisions that I'd be immensely proud of. Hey, but this place. Hamlin is in mourning. They're all hiding in their houses, closing rank. There's no way they'll talk to me now. Right then, Anton. Best to turn on the charm. Hey, I know you. Excuse me, I never caught your name. 
Sorry to bother you. What do you want? I thought I might ask a few questions if I may. Get to the bottom of this. Save the day and all that. My son just died. I watched it happen. I don't appreciate your flippant attitude. This isn't the time for talking with you. Well, that didn't go well. I hope I didn't upset her too much. The doctor makes this look so easy. At least she has people around her trying to console the inconsolable. I imagine the doctor would try to comfort the crying woman. Not quite Miss Style, but you haven't exactly got the sweetness for it. At least some of them will still seem to have hope. I wonder how long for, though. And now they're giving me evil looks. Wonderful. How does the doctor do it? He'd walk over there and insist that he meant his promise. I'm not sure I got the same conviction. And I'd get through some grand rhetoric about saving the children, only to let that niggling doubt show the one saying that maybe we can't. Maybe I shouldn't publicize that one. What am I supposed to do then? Stand here and look lost until the doctor fixes everything? Well, that seems to be the answer. I think I'll go and talk to the two teenagers beckoning me. Seems like an obvious choice, but I don't seem to have any options. I reckon the other residents would gladly shoo me away. No, no, no. None of that. You don't call me over and then run away and hide. If you want to talk, then talk. Come here. They can't see us. They'll put us with the others if they do. Ah, are you hiding for your own safety? Shut up and get over here. Nobody should know we're here. So who are you two runaways then? I'm Matilda. This is my brother Luther. And we didn't have a choice. We're so much safer on our own. You aren't going to tell anyone that you've seen us, are you? As far as everyone else is concerned, I haven't seen you. I promise. Now then, I'm Anton. Tell me, is there anything I can do to help? You should come with us. If it will do some good. It will. We've got a plan. We know how to deal with this curse. And that somehow involves us heading into the forest? Aren't there wild animals out here we should be worried about? Bears? Wolves? Trust us. If you say so. You don't believe us? I'm happy to follow it up and it's rather good to see that you're using your heads and doing the sensible thing. You never know. We could have all this wrapped up by tea time without relying on the doctor. Who's that? Doesn't matter. Can't be easy for you having to stay out here, away from your families. It's the way it is. We get it. What our parents did, what they all did, it makes sense. Keeping us all in one place, stopping it from spreading. It's sensible, but it won't work. Not quickly enough. What makes you say that? What do they expect to happen? For us to grow out of the curse? Get too old for it? So there's a set cutoff point. Interesting. Did someone say only children were affected? But it's slow. A year or so for us, but what about the babies? They're playing it too safe. They won't take the risky decisions. So we'll have to do it for them. They have burned a child alive today. You really don't think they're going to do their best in the face of some tough choices? Compared to what's to come, that was simple. Well then, Doctor, should I not just play my pipe and help the children? Music can be therapeutic, but I highly doubt it has magical qualities. You do not look like a man with such a closed mind. 
You could always try to prove me wrong, but I don't see what that would achieve. Then what can you recommend? Beyond a good lullaby? Science, not sentiment. Listen, we clearly want the same end result, just through different means. We're not enemies, Piper, but colleagues. You two seem to be working well together. It's the least we could do. We do both want the same thing. Any progress, Doctor? I'd certainly take a positive stance. There's a rather good chance that I might have a potential cure for the children. A cure? Indeed. Marvellous, isn't it? But only if I might be permitted to take some samples. Samples of what? Blood. Tissue. Nothing drastic. Basic tests, really. I just need to get to one of the children. Easy peasy. I can perform a quick genetic breakdown, isolate the bacterium and biogenerate a solution. I don't understand. Well, it's all rather simple. We can do this, Victor. What the doctor says is a little abstract, perhaps, but his long and complicated words have an important meaning. This is a problem that can be solved. The doctor's plan may work, even with all of that verbal dance, but I also can do something. What you have tried here recently has inspired something in me. I believe I can purge the children of the curse with musical fire. This pipe of mine has magical powers. It can draw the evil out of the children. It would be a difficult song to compose, but... But you've got to do it! Then I shall. But it will take some time. Then maybe that might be a good point at which to leave it for today. How about we retire for the night and make a fresh start in the morning? I didn't realize the sun was setting. I got caught up in all this. Did we go past your bedtime? The moon, it's coming. What's wrong, Victor? Why, there's no need to panic. Oh, don't worry, that door is locked. I've got to be sure. Why the sudden concern? I have to. The moon. Why? What's so significant about the moon? <sighs> the church is secure. They won't be able to get out. The sky is clear. The moon, it's so bright. It's beautiful. What's going on? Why have you locked the children in there? We can't leave them there in pain. Victor, open that door. Let us in there. I can't. Your children are in pain. You've got to let us do something. How can you stand there and let them scream? They need help. There's nothing we can do now. Look. That window there, it's too narrow for them to do anything. I... I can't believe it. What is it? They're changing. They aren't human children anymore. Then what are they? Why didn't you tell us this? The curse. Doctor, what's wrong? This can't be happening. What do you see? What's happening with the children? The children of Hamelin don't have some plague, some infection. This isn't a curse. This is lycanthropy. They're werewolves. The children of Hamelin are werewolves. 